I V M. Hi, I'm Utsav, a behavior researcher by training and a slow traveler by passion. Postcards from Nowhere is a travel podcast where I condense a decade of travel experiences and explore not just the where but also the why and how to travel. My stories emerge from slow traveling the less explored parts of the world: Bosnia and Herzegovina, Armenia, Uzbekistan, and even China. At the end of each story, I give practical tips and new ideas about how to travel better. This week, I take you to the journey of citrus across two centuries and what it means to remember the scent of a place. On 20th May 1747, I took 20 patients on board the HMS Salisbury under my care. They all had lassitude, weakness in their knees and putrid gums. To two of them, I ordered to have a quart of cider a day. Two others took 25 guts of elixir vitriol three times a day. Two of them took two spoonfuls of vinegar three times a day on an empty stomach. Two of the worst patients had a course of sea water, and the remaining two each had two oranges and one lemon given to them every day. In six days, the last two saw dramatic improvements. and were fit to get back to ship duty this excerpt published in 1753 by james lind a naval doctor from edinburgh is an account of the first controlled therapeutic trial of lemon juice in the treatment of scurvy some even go on to say that this was the first clinical trial in history britain's royal navy was plagued with scurvy and dr lind's experiments should have put an end to that however his recommendations were implemented only 40 years later making it mandatory for sailors to have an ounce of sugar and lemon juice every day for 2 weeks but it set off a chain of events which eventually led to the rise of the sicilian mafia my connect with lemons in italy was in much happier circumstances lemons and their now lesser used counterparts sour oranges dominate every aspect of italian cooking from starters to desserts right from being squeezed on summer salads to drinking lemon chilo and after dinner digestivo lemon chilo is now so popular that capri sorrento and amalfi all three regions why for its origin story i vividly remember stuffing myself with lemon based desserts from bakeries which have been passed on from generation to generation with some having a legacy spanning a century but surprisingly lemons aren't native to italy lemons and oranges came by the arabs who found the fertile soil and the sunny climate to be ideal for cultivation long after the arabs left the british came discovered the cure for scurvy and the demand for lemons in the us and britain skyrocketed but sicily in the early first half of the 19th century was riddled with fragile public institutions and a weak rule of law bandits roamed the countryside and theft and poverty plagued the population as lemons became a valuable commodity they needed to be protected as years of efforts into cultivating a grove could be wiped out in one night of plundering that is when the mafia first appeared the word mafioso derives from arabic meaning swindler or cheater but in sicily the label didn't have any negative connotations rather it suggested someone who deserved respect because he stood up for the local population against the lawless brigands who roamed the countryside and threatened farmers Landowners began engaging local groups of such strongmen to protect their valuable lemon groves. 
But this protection soon began to take the form of extortion. The mafiosi were the richest landowners in their area and offered protection by placing their own wardens. They soon controlled water and irrigation and acted as wholesale fruit merchants and brokers, often buying up the product while it was still on the tree. So, as soon as the sale was agreed, a single fruit was nailed on the wall of the citrus garden and a shotgun cartridge was often attached alongside it as a warning to potential intruders. With the ebb and flow of time, the trade in lemons declined and the mafia took to trading drugs, giving it the continued infamy it has today. In 1876, Leopoldo Franchetti and Sidney Sonino, two intrepid academics from Tuscany, set out to Sicily to conduct an investigation into the mafia. In the lemon gardens, Franchetti found every inch of ground irrigated, the soil hoed and hoed again, and each tree cherished as if it were a rare plant in a botanical garden. They said that anyone in the countryside in Sicily would find it enchanting, even find it one of the most pleasant places to live in. But if he stays, opens a newspaper or two, or eavesdrops on a conversation, everything around him will start to look different. It is then when he will hear about a warden being shot because the owner had appointed him instead of someone the mafia approved of. Further down the road, the garden owner would find a bullet flying just over his head as a friendly reminder of who was in charge. If you listen to enough of these stories, the perfume of orange and lemon blossoms begins to smell like corpses. In Italian, the perfumes of the blossom are known as zagara, which have the ability to transform the most banal and bleakest of landscapes. So here is what I propose. What if, as we travel, apart from collecting photos and stories, we retain with us the scent of the place? The Zagara is not a saccharine-filled memory of all that is beautiful and good, but a scent which encapsulates the beauty, the heartbreak, the trepidations of a place. The essence of travel could be to experience the place in its truest form, to inhale and store in our mind its Zagara. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can listen to us on the IVM podcast app or ivmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at IVM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am Utsav Memory on Twitter and YV Travel 42 on Instagram. <laughs>